Hello, welcome to the Nintendo Bros Podcast. This is Pete. And this is Derek. And welcome back. Uh, it's been a little bit, hasn't it, Derek? Yeah, it's been a few weeks. I think we, you know, we delayed this one because uh, some big Nintendo stuff happened this past week, so we held off for a bit. Yeah, there was a Nintendo Direct, uh, the September Direct, the typical, you know, they have it every September. Um, <laughs> they really do at this point. Um, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, so we we watched that the other day. Um, and Derek, just before we kind of dive into things about the Direct, what was your uh, anticipation levels? Was there anything you were hoping to see? Was there like a, a dream that you were hoping to see? What was your kind of uh, before feelings? Yeah, like I didn't expect anything huge. Like, you know, we, we've talked in several of our podcasts that um, the Switch 2 we feel like is, is on the horizon. Seems like a 2024 is a, is a quite, you know, quite likely thing to happen for, for Nintendo's next console. So, you know, I was hoping them they would wrap up some games, show stuff that they've already kind of talked about maybe one big surprise or some remakes that'd be awesome um, i didn't really have anything technically on on the mind you know there's a lot of people talking about twilight princess and wind waker hd coming or people often talk about the f0 gx people have rumored about you know metroid prime 4 metroid prime 2 and 3 remakes like so there's a lot of things that were possible but i i knew that i didn't expect anything you know, I didn't expect a new 3D Mario or something huge. Um, maybe one of those kind of big surprises, but not necessarily like the cataclysmic, like this is insane to show this now. I think those are going to be waiting for the kind of the Switch 2 reveal. But I expected, you know, maybe one or two kind of decent, like, all right, that sounds cool. And then maybe the thing I actually was looking forward to kind of the most, as sad as it sounds, <laughs> is um, RPG more details about it. Just because we know there are some things new. So I'm glad we kind of got a taste of, of what it looks like a bit more and, and kind of how it plays. Well, we, we kind of knew what that was going to be happening. Um, I know. Yeah, exactly. I wasn't surprised by that, but that's kind of what I was, I was... That's all that was really on my list of things to expect. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to gauge because with this one, the, the Direct basically leaked. So it was hard to come into it with a blank feeling for me. Like, you know, because I already kind of... We got the hint that Donkey Kong and F-Zero were coming. And all of a sudden, I'm, I'm my hype is through the moon. Thinking we're going to finally see this new Donkey Kong game. And we're going to see an F-Zero GX or even a new F-Zero. And so... Um, I guess I was just sort of hoping that one of those would deliver. I don't know. I, I mean, that's questionable. Um, but I was hoping for, I, I don't know. I, I was hoping for maybe Metroid Prime 2 uh, remastered. I think I mentioned that to you. A shadow drop of that or GX would have kind of made my made my year. Yeah, it would, have, it would have rounded out the year pretty nicely. I agree. Yeah, I mean, although it's 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 a funny direct because there's a lot of games that I can tell are for for certain people are really happy not necessarily my kind of direct but um definitely not nothing there's no big triple a massive game here uh left for switch no but yeah no exactly i just want to say before we talk about games um there is a game that was newly announced here that is probably my game of the direct that's not in that's not that's not the the, the final showing game there's another game I think you're gonna be surprised that I'm super excited for. Okay, well let's um, let's just dive into it in order of how things were revealed. <clears throat> um, mm-hmm. So the first thing they showed off uh, was the long-awaited Splatoon 3 DLC side order, um, which looks pretty cool. It has a really cool like um, kind of muted color tones, and it looks almost like a um, kind of like the tower defense or tower climbing style of um, 
Returnal, if that makes any sense. Um, I, you know, it's funny. I was going to say the exact same game to reference. It looks like that kind of rogue light, like you restart, but you don't have to, like, you progress, but it's, they said it's replayable. So it seems like there's a progression to it, but also replayability to it. It looks like a so rogue light. Like a rogue light. Yeah, um, but it looks like you can keep, it looks like there's an end. Like, it looks like you can actually progress and, and save and whatever, but it looks like you can restart as well. It looks like there's a lot of cool upgrades, which I think is really awesome. Yeah, it, it looks cool. I mean, here's the thing, though. Um, it looks like to buy this, you have to buy both both the DLC packs, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, like, you can't buy them individually. So we'll, we will be paying the full $40 for uh, to have Splatsville, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, and there was an element to, to me of this that it looks cool, but it looks like another mode where I was hoping for kind of like a story-based campaign, if that makes any sense, where this looks almost like more of a uh, the type of smaller mode you see you see as DLC, yeah. you know? It's a little bit like, I mean, we don't know what's fully there, but it feels a little bit like, um, almost like a, a solo player Splatoon or a Salmon Run. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, that's really cool and all, but, like, I don't know if that's worth $40, and I think after maybe two or three times of doing it, I'm not sure I'd pick it up again, maybe a long, you know, long break between them, but I don't think I'd consistently keep playing it, or at least get feel like it was meaty. Like, I feel like after a while, I'm like, well, this is just the same thing again and again, where at least the campaign, they change things up every level. Exactly, and I think the thing to keep in mind here, too, with this is that, the Splatoon, uh, when Octopass expansion came out, it was announced only a few months after Splatoon 2 came out, and it came out less than a year after Splatoon 2. So it came out within that first year, where by the time this one comes out, it comes out next year, spring. Uh, I mean, that'll almost have been two years since the release of Splatoon 3 at that point. So, I mean, the thing for me is that at that point, am I going to be sitting, okay, I want to spend $40 to get back into this game, to get back into one mode? Um, mm-hmm. You know, probably. I probably will, because it does look cool, and I, I, I want an excuse to play another, you know, uh, dozen hours of Splatoon, but I, there is an element to me where I'm like, if this gets bad reviews, or doesn't get, you know, a great, kind of, this doesn't look great when it comes out, there, I can see myself actually not buying it. it. just seems a little bit, like, a little bit too late, too little too late. Yeah, um, I mean, I think it's cool for those that are huge Splatoon fans, I have no interest in it, like, you know, I, I, I love Splatoon only a little bit, like, I play it once in a while, online, that's it. But yeah, to me, this isn't something worth getting, especially for the, that price. Yeah, I, I was really hoping for like either a, a cool single-player campaign that would be worth it, or even a co-op campaign. But mm-hmm. this kind of tower defense thing, I don't know. I just don't know. Um, but anyways, it's coming. I, I was really hoping it was going to come this fall. Like I'm surprised it's actually not coming this Christmas. That's what I was. A lot of people were expecting. So to see it come next spring seems even like it was, i don't know i was surprised by that i was expecting to play that the, the, this uh this christmas i don't know yeah. about you i mean i was never expecting to play it but I, know, <laughs> I, I know i know what you're saying yeah okay uh well after that they showed uh mario versus donkey kong which is a kind of an uplifted remake of the game boy advance game so it is it is actually like a, a, a remake it's a little bit of a discount price fifty dollars or sixty five dollars canadian uh, comes in February. I mean, it looks good. From what I've been hearing just through the rounds, is a lot of people who played this game really love it, and they say that uh, the problem with the later the Mario vs. Donkey Kong games that came out later was they introduced the minis, and it turned turn into more of like a, a Lemmings-style game. 
uh, on the DS and 3DS and the and the Wii U had one. So they like they kind of just doubled down these lemon like the lemmings the the minis. Where this hmm. game isn't about the minis, you're just controlling Mario. But you do collect minis in this game. There is some element of minis, but it's not the same as like you're not controlling a, a whole bunch of minis. It's the same way yeah. that, like the gameplay change in a, in a way that people never really caught on to. And people say that this, um, other than Donkey Kong 94, which is like that Game Boy cla- revered classic, which one day they have to remake, this is like the second best of the entire classic Donkey Kong gameplay, if you will. Like kind of the puzzle yeah, like platformer. Don- Donkey Kong is the enemy, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I do hope, I kind of was hoping they'd re-release Mario, or uh, Donkey Kong 94, because I played that on the uh, virtual console, and it was awesome. It really is awesome. Um, so I'm hoping they remake that in the same way they did this. Um, kind of surprised. Is Donkey Kong '94 the original one with like you know the barrels being thrown and you're and you're jumping up the like that level that's in Smash? Yes, Bros. like so that's the original Donkey Kong. The first three Donkey Kongs were based on that kind of gameplay structure, and then Donkey Kong '94 was kind of like they made it like level based, like you had a world map and each level had like a miniature challenge and different themes. Like they made it that that gameplay really good. Like it's, hmm. I, I'm telling you, it's surprisingly good. If it comes to the um, Nintendo Switch Online, for which you have, because it's just the the lower tier has Game Boy, I, I'd recommend giving it a play. It's it's a really good platformer. Okay, uh, I'd well, love a good. remake of that. Yeah. So, but I I was disappointed with this because I was hoping we'd get this awesome new rumored Mario Galaxy team Donkey Kong game, <laughs> or even a 3D Donkey Kong game, and it's like I'm this game I'm probably not even gonna buy. So where where do you sit on this, Derek? Yeah. So um, I'm the same. You know, I I was hoping, you know, so I saw someone comment that it's been 10 years since we had a uh, a Donkey Kong game, mm-hmm. like a new one, mm-hmm. and you know when we first heard these rumors, you and I were both excited that maybe this is like the sequel to Tropical Freeze. You know, it could be a a great new game, or even you know a sequel to Donkey Kong 64, like a kind of 3D open world kind of game. Mm-hmm. But um, I did play this game originally, I think on the the Game Boy Color, I want to say, or the Game Boy Advance. I'm not sure. The Game Boy Advance. Yeah. Okay. I, I did. I did own and play this game because I do remember it. Um, you, you know, I, I think it's one of those games that's like kind of fun, but it's like it's Nintendo level difficulty of a puzzle platformer, and it's it's like the best way to describe it, it's almost like Captain Toad in two D, where if you want that kind of chill, lighthearted, fun experience, go for it. But it's not anything you know stimulating or tricky, or you have to really think about the puzzle. I think it's kind of a I don't know if I'd ever want to go back to it, especially now that I'm a lot older and can kind of... It's not really for me. It doesn't excite me in any way. Um, it's awesome for those that that are fans of it and want to replay it or for people that, you know... I think this would be a great game for, I don't know, kids that are like 10 or 12. I think that's a, a great kind of introduction the to the... they introduced, too, seems like it could be a lot of fun for... Let's say you had like a... Yeah, like a nine-year-old son, and you wanted to play a co-op game with them. Mm-hmm. I, I think um, I think what would have been really cool is if they made, and I, I think you know I'm looking down the pipeline is instead of making, um, how do I not Mario Maker? They should make a Mario versus Donkey Kong Maker. I think that'd be cool if you could make your own puzzle levels, because um, this game reminds me. I, I don't know if you've ever heard of this game called Load Runner. Um, there's a few on like the PC, but. Um, my friend and I used to play Load Runner all the time, and you could make your own levels. And this is the same kind of idea. It's a puzzle platformer. And we'd spend, like, dozens of hours just making levels and co-oping levels that we made 
Um, so it'd be, I think it'd be really cool if you could if you make Mario versus Donkey Kong levels yourself. I think they have a level creator in one of the one of the versions of it, but I don't know if this first one has it. I don't think it does. I mean, maybe they're adding it on as a feature, but um, I think that'd be cool overall. Not again. I, I played it. I enjoyed it. I don't think I'm. It's it's worth it for me to pick up again, especially at sixty five dollars. It's not really. It it has to for that kind of price. It has to really. You know, I mean, do something for me. They, they, the thing too for that price, I would almost expect this plus the sequels packed in together. Um, yeah, exactly. I don't know if remaking a Game Boy Advance game um, warrants that type of price because even when the game came out originally, it wouldn't have been that price, brand new. Yeah, like you, you know, you so... kind of look at like I think of like the Mario games. Like I know this is a, this is an actual remake, but when you look at Mario Superstars. That has a Wii game, a GameCube game, and an N64 game for the same price as this game having a Game Boy Advance game. And again, I know it's a remake versus just porting and upraising games, but it's still like kind of like you know what? How much content is really going to be in this? Exactly. Um, I mean, who knows? Maybe there is like a whole second new chapter, and they'll they'll have a direct in February where they show all this mm-hmm. kind of new content for this. Who knows? Like, I mean. It's not like Nintendo does, it makes bad remakes. So, I mean, maybe it is worth benefit of the doubt, but um, I don't know. I, I, I'm not terribly interested. But I, I will say that if this was the Donkey Kong 94 remake with the same graphical style, it'd be a day one for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, filler title, that's for sure. Filler title. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's move on. Um, so after that, they showed another trailer for Prince of Persia, The Last Crown, which looks stellar. Lost, Lost Crown. Lost Crown. Um, looks really good. Uh, apparently it runs at 60 frames a second on Switch. Comes in January. It's like a... Really reminds me of Metroid Dread. And apparently yeah, me, that was a too. big uh, influence for them. Um, I'm definitely going to get this one. It looks amazing. My question is if I'll get it for the Switch or I'll get it probably for the Xbox. Um, just That's how I'm feeling too. Just yeah. I want to see the... little bit. It, it, even though the Switch version runs at 60, I'd rather see the sharper graphics. But... Regardless, um, this looks really good. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I think it looks great too. Um, I don't know if I'll get it day one, but it's definitely on my list to, to grab eventually for sure. Uh, oh, really? Uh, to me, you know, at that point of January, there's not a lot of other releases, so I figured. I know. I just I have so many games I want to play, and I'm trying to you know save some money. And it's like this game, it will go down in price eventually. Oh, it's so. Ubisoft. Why don't I just wait till the weekend and get it for three dollars and ninety nine cents? <laughs> exactly yeah actually you know what now that you remind me that it's a i mean i'm on the i'm so split on this because on one hand i know with ubisoft i can wait but on the other hand i want to support like this is the only ubisoft game i've wanted to support in probably my entire life so i feel like i want to put my money to to support them you know yeah Um, yeah i know what you're saying yeah rather than but ah, it's hard right they've like really i mean even right now i can get uh, mario versus rabbits 2 for very very cheap yeah it's like 25 dollars uh, it's ridiculous yeah. but anyways i digress um so after that nintendo had kind of a, a show they, it's weird they throw in these kind of montages like with no rhyme or reason you'd think these would like happen near the end but they don't mm-hmm. so they throw out this montage of like kind of games coming out now uh one of them was called horizon chase 2 um, which actually looked kind of like a fun little racer to play for a weekend. Uh, rhythm game, uh, Spy X, um, Memories. I don't know. Nothing here struck me at all, Derek. Anything for you? No. Yeah. You can, you can skip those. If we, okay. <laughs> they're not sorry. Yeah. I mean, I, I, some of these games looked like I could try them on Game Pass, like the, the racing game, but that's about it. Yeah. Like they look fun and whatever, but again, you know, I, I think people are just trending more and more to being really selective with, with their wallet, especially this year, which has 
a disgusting amount of really high quality games. So I, I, I don't know. Those are just not things I'm going to be spending my money on. Yeah, same. Um, then they gave us another update on Super Mario RPG. Do you want to talk about that one, Derek? Yeah, so they um, they showed us kind of a, a few of the changes to the gameplay. So one is, you know, the combat. If you if you, your timing attacks correct, uh, it doesn't AOE and hits all the enemies on the screen. There's a meter that builds up that if you um, get to 100%, you do like a team attack. Mm-hmm. And it's different. It's a different attack depending on who your team party is and has a little cinematic cutscene, which I think is cool. Um, and they showed that there's um, like... I don't know the word like replayability after like there's a post game boss bosses. Well, I think like it's just you can you can go back to the the, the bo- every boss from the or they said that you can go back to some bosses from the game and do like yeah. a remixed fight a double down fight with them. Yeah, I just didn't know if that was like after the game like they're all above like you know the super high level or it's like oh you can beat the, fight them again immediately after. Either way, I I think that's a cool addition, and I think that might mean that there's more content actually hidden in here. So the kind of pro and con that I'm feeling after this is, uh, again, Super Mario RPG is probably my top two or three game of all time. Um, I'm really excited that they're adding more content, and I hope there's even more. Maybe there's a secret character. Maybe there's well, a whole secret... okay, but for me, th- this um, vi- video clip or whatever, when they showed this these new things... It almost said to me that that's all they're adding. I didn't get the implication or the feeling that they're going to add anything else. Because otherwise, why wouldn't they have said so? If there's new moves or new characters or a new mission, new side quests, like they would have said so here, wouldn't they have? It comes out in a month, well, or two months. I, I don't know. I mean, they're, they're saying there's post-game game content is all uh, is what I'm basically all picking up on. All they said so. that I I picked up on was they said that you'd be able to refight the bosses again, and they. I know, but in my mind, those are those aren't like. I think there's that is. They're going to be harder than the final boss of the original game. Yeah, for sure. Makes... They're going to be like super hard. Um, so like I'm just saying, I, you're right. Like they didn't say anything else beyond that. I, I totally agree with you. I'm just saying they they aren't just doing a remake of the game. There's new stuff here. Yeah, and totally. That means, and, and I agree. They didn't show it, so there's a good chance that nothing else beyond what they showed is, is happening. But again, they made new content. So a part of me hopes or thinks there might be more content there. There might be more areas or a secret character or new spells who, who, who knows there might yeah. just be more abilities it'd be really cool if like it, luigi was in it or, or something you know exactly and again there's they changed the combat mechanics too so people were discussing it and it's like maybe there are new spells maybe the the, the fights are compl- very differently balanced now maybe there's new spells they that must are have be... to rebalance the battles if they've added more perks to make like the game the game's not terribly hard by rpg standards especially modern day standards so to give more perks to the player, more moves, more specials, more ways to like you know hurt every enemy, like they've got to add more, right? They've got to rebalance it, right? Exactly, and and that kind of falls into my my con, you know, my, that's my pro is like there seems like a lot there could be a lot of cool changes here, is I'm worried they're going to change too much to the core original game and it's not going to be the same game anymore and there won't be a way to turn that off like i do worry that oh maybe these team attacks are really brokenly overpowered and yeah. it's like all of a sudden the game's not the same and it feels really boring and they didn't they they're just trying to more kitty nintendo-fy this like do the nintendo really... uh, the mario sports thing where it's like oh yeah you have the zany move if you yeah exactly you know what I mean? exactly like I, I would love all these content if there was a toggle or if they really rebalanced it and made it sure it's the same kind of feeling which is hard to do i think i would just love uh, if the game was was hard 
like reviewers are like it's hard but when you start the game it says do you want easy mode or regular mode and regular mode's hard how about that <laughs> like make that the solution just i i just yeah i'm, I'm with you i mean i don't i don't mind if they make tweaks and from what i've seen they're staying incredibly true to the original like i don't know if you saw that clip that released from the japanese direct or the japanese website actually where someone goes through the menus and yeah, someone I, changes yeah. to the um you're so funny you're like talk about it derek and then all of a sudden you just tell all the things yes yes for sure they changed their music to the originals but i just mean um when you look at that menu it's incredibly slick like the game looks really well i mean it looks it doesn't look as half-assed as nintendo's typical uh remaster remix. if you will or remake. T- totally i i totally agree again i, I think this game is going to have a lot of i think it has a lot of high quality and polish and i think it's going to be well refined i just think when it comes to a remake and changing things about it there should be ways to turn those things off or really be careful with doing those things like like you said you know i'd be okay if this if if you could beat the game and then have a harder mode like if that was what they added is like oh everything was way harder and they could play the whole game again with all those abilities the team attack and whatnot and it was way harder great or if you could turn those team attack abilities off in the, the aoe attacks off that also be fun with me but if, you, if it's just the normal difficulty of the original with these extra powers, that's a, you know, it's going to leave a sour taste in my mouth. Or what if you could, like, play the entire game again as, as Luigi and his partner was Egad, and they just, the whole story was exactly the same. It was just, like, redoing with a different character. That, that'd be cool. That'd be, that'd be cool, yeah. They for sure would have announced those things already, though. I, I have, I'm kind of, here's the thing. Is that, is that little clip that's been released of the Japanese menu, has anyone translated that yet? Like, has anyone gone through and figured out, like, what are the entire suite of options like i'm sure someone has but i I haven't really looked into that i saw someone hoping you could switch to the original sprites and i'm like i don't think that's happening but i was really surprised to do the to see the music being being able to switch because nintendo's never done that in one of their remakes yeah and this is made by nintendo right it's not square enix i'm pretty sure yeah um but and also it just looks great the graphics Mm -hmm. look great um and even the cutscenes are so cool this is my for me this is like my big holiday game really like you know there's always that one big game around november that you're looking forward to uh for me this is that like there's no other bigger game for me that i'm excited about like there's there's three games on the horizon for the next couple months that i i think i'd like to buy but this one is like the top of the list by far yeah like I, i this is my most excited look forward to game for the rest of the year yeah like mario wonder is like a a warm up for this you know Mm -hmm. agreed time, time passer um yeah <laughs> uh, filler <laughs> i'm just kidding <laughs> um so after that they showed um the game trace memory uh which is a ds classic uh also got another uh wii release a wii sequel never came to north america uh, but they're packaging those both together in another code recollection coming january 19th um wow competition the same they run one day after prince of persia yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> Um, very guess, different, very different games though. Yeah, but one of them will, won't drop price. <laughs> um, this is a full price release, um, and I'm I was tempted. I mean, I I I think I played the demo of this on DS back in the day, and I thought it was really intriguing. Uh, it's kind of like a Professor Layton style, um, you know, adventure game. Like you walk around and talk to people, and you get these little puzzles and solve these little mysteries. Yeah, it's like a point-and-click adventure almost. Yeah, exactly. But I believe the original was an, an actually a point-and-click, and this is being remade to have like real third-person controls, so you can mm-hmm. really look in the environments. But it, it's still more of a like you know, touchscreen puzzles and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but it, it's cool. I, I don't know. I, I mean, to be honest, this is the kind of game that goes in my um, uh, Bayonetta, uh, what's it called? Um, or- Cerezas. Yeah, Bayonetta Origins pile of like, I sort of want it, but the price. That's um, how I feel. It's like this game, you know, if I had a million dollars and a million hours of time, then sure, I'd probably get this and play it and enjoy it. Like it's on a list of, of games that, sure, but again, with, with all the time i already spend gaming like this won't make the cut and all the money i already like it just doesn't make that cut for me exactly me me neither um but i am i might might watch some of it on youtube just to see because it looks i mean like it does look interesting yeah it it might be the kind of game where it's like oh hey i'm going on a trip i'm gonna be on a plane a bunch and sometimes i don't want like a really I, i want a game like that for a trip it's almost a yeah. little bit like a visual novel, a little more relaxed. So I can see myself getting it for that situation. Um, mm-hmm. I'm at the point now, by the way, that I'm I'm planning to get one one more voucher for the Switch. Like I bought in Wonder and RPG already, so I'm kind of leaning on um, Wario and Paper Mario Thousand Year Door. But another code or or whoa whoa version. whoa! Did you just spoil our direct? Yeah, a little bit. But anyways, we'll talk about that at the end. Um, let's move on. So after that, they showed uh, a big release, maybe what their biggest new upcoming game which is now got a title it's called princess peach showtime mm-hmm. uh they showed this before but they didn't have a title now i i'm surprised how, how soon it's coming based on what they showed before uh look it's kind of they, it's called here a costume changing action platformer yeah, it's like um, ball, ball and wonderworld yeah i think this uh looks like it's made by the next level games who made luigi's mansion and it looks very, very much like a Luigi's Mansion style game. Like you're kind of looking at the like a uh, like a diagram, and there's puzzles, but like little bits of gameplay. But it's not quite as interactive as a Mario game. What, what mm-hmm. are your What are your thoughts on this one, Derek? Are you excited for this? Like I, I'm kind of on the fence. Like I have to see more and see reviews and see what people that are a bit more serious of video gamers feel because this game could go either way. Where it could be like a Luigi's Mansion, where there's a lot of content that's really fun and, and engaging and puzzles and there's combat and it's just more interesting or it could be on the other direction where it's like very kiddish and short and easy like it almost could be i i really like kirby so i don't mean this as a slander but like it could be like a dumbed down version of kirby where it's like just like unbelievably simple and it's just like to introduce i don't know to get more girls into gaming i, I don't i don't really know um but i'm hoping it's more like the luigi's mansion where there's like there's actually content there that's that's engaging for players of all levels and all i don't know yeah. interests um i think it looks great like I, I think as far as like the the graphics and the the things we saw it looks somewhat interesting i just don't know if they showed enough to be like oh like this is how the game works like i, I want to know how the game actually works um, yeah i mean it looked like the different costumes only give you kind of like it, it, it's not like the sword fighter it looked like it gave you this kind of like really cool move set it looked like it almost put a costume on that gives you one move to cut vines <laughs> so yeah i just it's didn't like balan wonderworld exactly yeah. how interactive that was and also like to, each of the environments was kind of like one stage worth of an environment so i was a little confused how you know i, I really like to explore environments in games so like mm. to just be in one place and kind of go from room to room i was a little bit like huh how does this work um, exactly That's, I, I just need to see more and kind of read some previews on, on it yeah. I mean, I am glad that they're making a game starring Peach that they, it looks like they're putting high quality into, like a high quality. And it effort. looks like they're, you know, she's, it's her own genre. It's not a genre, but like it's her own thing. 
you know what I mean? Yeah. Where Luigi's like Luigi's Mansion has ghosts and, and sucking them up or whatever. It's like that's his own thing. Where it's not like Pr- Princess Peach is copying a Mario game she has or like, something. But I mean, I guess I worry that if her thing is to wear a variety of costumes, um, you know, those kind of games sometimes are just yeah, like watered down kids games if you will like he said um, yeah but i mean it's, i i would tune this maybe to like the the same kind of group of of buyers as yoshi's crafted world that's yeah. what I, i'm kind of getting the vibe but it's like in that, that game you know i, I did not like because it was, it was kind of mind-numbingly simple so I, I think this might be in the same realm i really hope what by side note i hope they put woolly world on switch uh or Switch 2. Switch 2 and 4K. Uh, but yeah, I think I think Princess Peach will do decently. And it does... It is another one I was kind of like... It feels like a... a you know, the year that Switch 2 is coming out kind of game to release on Switch. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's just a, a way to keep having games come out. Yeah. Yeah. And it's also, you know, when people were... If they release a new Mario, you know, Galaxy or Odyssey game in the future, people won't kind of say, Oh, will Peach be playable? Will it, will it start Peach this time? if they give a game like this for Peach, you know? So mm-hmm. let's yeah. just stick to their basic Mario game. I, I really thought they were going to make like a, a 3D kind of big sandbox style Peach game, but um, looks like this is the direction they're taking her. Uh, but yeah, I mean, there's a very low chance I'm going to buy it. Like that that trailer didn't sell me on the gameplay personally. Um, me too. I don't think it's a 0% chance, but... And again, it all depends on those previews. Um, but yeah, it's pretty low for me too. It's pretty low for me. Yeah, it's like under five percent chance, I think. Yeah, same. Uh, let's move on. They after they showed the Saga Emerald Beyond. I, I don't, I don't even remember. Pass. A pass. Okay. So after that, they actually showed a cool one. Uh, Tomb Raider one, two, and three are being remastered. Um, and this is something that I might, I might dip on. Uh, because. I don't know. It's just like a classic collection. Did you ever, they, did you ever play these games? I've never played them. I don't. So I don't know if I don't have any nostalgia. Like they look okay. I have a I, little nostalgia. I used to play the first two on my friend's PlayStation, and hmm. I remember it was one of those games that we were too young. It was like too hard for us, but it was cool. Like um, you know, Laura Croft has a mansion in one of them that you can just kind of roam around in and explore, which is really cool. There's hmm. like hidden areas. Um, and I think if they remaster the controls properly, because uh, the biggest problem is the controls. It's like it's like it's you can't even move control the camera properly, right? It's really is it tank, is, it's not tank controls. Though. It is, yeah. It's like tanky controls. Oh. Uh, so if they remake the if they kind of remaster the controls, uh, I'd be interested. I really like. It looks kind of cool, like how they're giving it like a polygonal remaster. It's not like a total you know modern remaster. It's still kind of a retro yeah. look. Um, but I think that'd be like a fun one on uh, as a collection uh, to have. Nice. Yeah, let um, me know how it is if you get it. Yeah, I mean that's that's a February release. I might get that instead of uh, Mario vs Donkey Kong. Um, <laughs> after that, they showed uh, Detective Pikachu Returns. Um, comes October. I, I think this looks really bad. <laughs> yeah, I, I I mean no interest. Yeah, and it it looks like it's weird because it seems like there's too much reading uh, and too much of a visual novel for like young kids to like it, but the gameplay looks so incredibly simple that I don't know if those like, it's like, who's this made for, right? Because the gameplay it, yeah. is so simple for kids, but the reading it's got to be like the Pokemon Hardcore, like I, I don't know, it just looks like a 3DS up port. Like it looks like a game that was being made for 3DS <laughs> and they ported it. Frankly, totally. Totally. Um, anyways, not going to buy that one. Um, after that, they showed Trombone Champ, uh, which is already out on PC. It's kind of, I believe it's kind of got a little bit of a viral thing already. 
This looks really fun. I actually thought about buying this. It came out uh, me, Shadow me too. That's so funny. Yeah. It looks really fun. I don't know. This is the kind of game I might just uh, might just buy one day. Yeah, I think that it's it's kind of like is the price right? You know, if this game goes down to I don't know what the price is, but even like five bucks, then it'd be kind of fun to play. So it's, it's one of those party games that everyone just thinks is fun. Yeah. Um, but I wouldn't invest serious time or money into it. So. We'll, yeah, we'll it's see. like we'll see. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, okay, well after that they showed Battle Crush, which is a MOBA. I, I don't know. Pass. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but after that they showed Contra, and okay, so when the C was being drawn on the screen, I got a little excited. I'm like, oh shit, they're bringing Contra back. Maybe it's a, a Wicked Collection or a remaster or something or Contra '99. I don't know. And this looks awful, even though it's um, next level or way forward is making it. The team that brought us Shantae and brought us, uh, you know, Advanced Wars uh, Remastered. This game looks awful. I don't know. Uh, did you see this, Derek? Did you get a look at I, this? I only, I think I like kind of clicked through it because I didn't really. I'm just, I'm looking at it now. Um, Contra's yeah, an like old it classic. It's an old classic series. For I know what Contra is. I just, I don't really remember this in the, the direct. So it obviously didn't do much for me. Like, don't show trailers of gameplay if the frame rate's hiccuping, <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> um, oh this looks okay i don't think it looks that bad i mean the developer has promise because they're they're a good developer i just i just this kind of shooter to me needs a very slick fast-paced refresh rate <laughs> um i think it, I think it looks okay honestly uh, if you like contra and kind of these i don't know what these are called bullet hell shooter side scroller yeah it looks, pretty, it looks okay i don't know i'm watching the trailer right now it looks fine uh, after that, they showed Unicorn Overlord. I don't know if you were into this. It's Vanillaware's new game, the team that made yeah, this, uh, this, Muramasa. This is the this is the game I was talking about that that got me super excited. Oh, really? Because I heard that um, people I, I heard people saying that they're surprised people didn't get more excited about this. I think I mean at least on Reset Era, people were really ex- excited in my mind. Okay, I thought the u- user interface looked horrid. Like it looked so busy and full of numbers, and I, I was so is it, it's like a it's like a high strategy rpg it's like very tactical with numbers and stats and characters and and army positioning and unit like it looks like so i really like those kind of games so that already interests me lots of characters great pixel art and i'm sure it's gonna have a good story because it's made by the guys that made 13 sentinels mm-hmm. so i i mean everything's just hitting the right notes for me on this one so i i really am excited for this one uh yeah like to me this is the the game of the show for me outside of the the last oh, wow. game yeah um well i think it looks i think it looks great uh cool so it was out of nowhere too this is a reveal yeah it was a, yeah it was a reveal you think you'll get it for switch because it is a multi-platform isn't it yeah like i i think i'll probably end up getting it for i don't know see like i have 13 13 sentinels on switch and it's great i, I don't know I gotta, I gotta think about it i might get it on ps5 hmm. i mean it does look like the kind of game where the graphics it, it almost doesn't matter what system you have it on right Exactly, like the sprites, like it just how crisp do you want the sprites? Or to the, the loads times, frankly. Yeah, exactly. Uh, after that, they gave us another look at Luigi's Mansion Two HD, uh, which is coming to Switch next summer. Um, this is a weird one um, because I don't know. I mean, I really liked it on the 3DS, but I just this is not something. I, who asked for this, right? Um, mm-hmm. uh, I it's my least favorite Luigi's Mansion by a lot, like by a lot, a lot. Oh wow! I have zero. I have zero interest to play it again. I like it more than the first one. I I do not. Um, the thing the thing that's weird to me about this is why why don't they put one and two into a package? 
I mean, it can't be... Come on. Just, they already have one. They remade it for 3DS. So is it that hard to just, you know, get that into this collection here? That's kind of how I feel a little bit about the Paper Mario remake we're going to talk about later. <laughs> but yeah, I know, exactly, I know exactly what you're saying. It's like, for me, I don't know if it's like a little bit of an OCD, but it feels weird to like have a remaster version of a sequel. A little bit, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. Because it's already a remaster in a way. But um, I think the difference is that with Luigi's Mansion 1 and 2 is that 1 is so short. And, you know, even on GameCube, it felt like too short of a game. Like, it just didn't feel like a real big, large game, uh, even at the time. And it's, But it's still got this kind of... It's still a great game. It's just a great five-hour game. And it's just now, with them remastering number 2... It's hard to kind of be like, well, are you ever going to release one? And are we going to ask to be full, pay full price for that? Like, it, it just would have been an easy thing to, to conclude where Luigi's Mansion 2 is, is fairly long and had multiplayer. So it was, you know, it does justify release. The one thing that throws me off, though, is that Luigi's Mansion 3 looks so much better. And this one really does not look as good as Luigi's Mansion 3, right? It looks... Uh, of course, yeah. It looks well worse. Like, they didn't, they didn't upgrade it the way that they... They didn't. It's not like a The Last of Us one remastered where it looks like The Last of Us two. This looks like the no, 3DS up-res, game yeah. Upres, yeah. Um, and I just, yeah, I don't know. It seemed like a good opportunity to get one and two on there and like catch people up with the series. And I just, it's always, it's weird to me. Like, this is gonna be one of those games that doesn't sell very well, I think. And it's gonna come out when we already know about Switch two, and mm-hmm. it switches on its final breaths. Um, so. Yeah, I don't know who this game is for, you know? Yeah. I think probably what's happening is Next Level Games, uh, when they finished Mario Soccer, went on. They, they've been kind of remastering this one and working on the Peach game. Uh, both are smaller titles, right? Yeah, just trying to get just content out before the Switch 2. Yeah, kind of like fill out, filler out some content that's cheaper and will probably sell well to a giant user base, you know? Yeah. Uh, after that, they talked about the museum, which is opening uh, next year, which seems really cool. I'd be down to see that. How about you? <laughs> Got to go, go to Japan first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's not in uh, New York or Michigan? Okay. Um, <laughs> they showed off some new Amiibo. I don't really care about that. Uh, yeah. I'm going to kind of skip some of these things, Derek, because we have a lot to talk about. I, I thought you were... I, I think you should skip more than you are right now. Okay. Let's, let's jump into the F-099. Yeah, um, I was really excited to find out what this was. Uh, I I was hoping for a GX remastered, but this is pretty cool. I, have you had a chance to play it yet, Derek? What do you think about this? I haven't had a chance to play it. You know, I, I hear a lot of people like it. It looks like it's really fun, actually. I I think that kind of craziness uh, interests me. I just haven't. I've been so busy. I haven't had a chance to to give it a go. It's really great. And and the one thing I'll say is that you can jump into it. Um, for like one race, like it's it's like after I played like Pikmin sessions, uh, I, I like do a single race, and it's just kind of this nice little palate cleanser. That's a quick, quick thing. Um, mm. But yeah, I hope this, uh, I hope this reinvigorates the franchise, and they do do a GX remaster or one on Switch Two, or even a new F Zero, um, because yeah, I love F Zero, and this is really cool. This one. Yeah, it seems really cool. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, I'm not keeping kidding. It's probably going to be on my game of the year list. Um, I wouldn't be surprised. It's just like it's it's thrilling. Like, I don't know what other game you race that many people at once, um, and it's perfectly suited for this that that aesthetic. Like, you'd think at first I'm like, oh, maybe they'll do F zero ninety nine in the GX style, 
but I don't even think it would work as well. There's something about this that just works. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, uh, I, I hope you give it a try, Derek. It's really, really cool. Um, yeah, I, I really want to for sure. Um, so yeah, later in the direct, they showed another little trailer for Mario, or sorry, WarioWare Move It, coming November 3rd. Um, weird release, I mean, for me to buy this, but I, I, I think this looks great, WarioWare Move It. What do you think? I think it looks good. I, I, I mean, the, the, I think we are talking about this, but the biggest problem I have is like I would want to play this with friends, and I don't think I have any friends that like I'd see enough to play this. Fair, yeah. I mean, it does look like you could have a lot of fun with just one other person in this game. Um, that's yeah. that's where it is for me, and I just like some of the modes they show. Like they showed like a kind of a Mario Party light mode where you have a map, and there's like two player co op mini games, and they have the mini games with the IR sensor, and I just. I really love that they're returning to the style of the Wii one. Um, so yeah, I'm really I'm leaning heavily on this being one of my voucher games. I think it looks like a real great return to form for the for this. What makes the what makes this series fun? Well, if you get it, uh, I'll I'll play a lot when I come come back for Christmas. I'll play. It yeah, it, it might be really fun in a group. Um, yeah, for sure. After that, they showed the um, it was a Kickstarter game called Ayudin Chronicles from the Suikoden uh, Suikoden uh, creators. This game yeah. I thought might be up your alley. There are other Ayudin Chronicle games. I think this one's called Hundred Heroes. Um, it's funny. I was really excited for this game. I wanted it on our you know our Metacritic games list. Uh, I, I thought it was going to be right up my alley, but this trailer actually did the opposite for me. It looked really not good to me. Um, it just looked kind of different graphical styles between the setting and the characters and it just didn't look like it was that well polished i agree and it didn't didn't mesh well at all yeah um, like where where other other times they've shown this game off it looked really good so yeah like i, I think i'm leaning more and more to like this game just isn't really for me uh, especially with um the game star ocean 2 coming the remaster which looks superb graphically yeah that game looks really cool uh there's a demo have you tried that derek no have you no, I, I want to, but apparently even on the Switch it, it runs really well. So it's, I mean, apparently it's really good. I don't know, I'm, hmm. I'm kind of itching to get uh, get into an RPG at some point. But I guess Mario RPG is coming, so... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, The exactly. other day I like almost bought uh, Sea of Stars. I'm, pl- I'm playing through that, that right now, it's really good. Yeah, everyone says it's good and it's fast-paced, but I, I just don't know. I only have so many RPGs in me a year, you know. And I, that, I don't think you'd actually like it, though. The combat is a little bit repetitive, where... Okay. I, I mean, the, the actual world and music and, and graphics are amazing, but uh, I don't know if that's the best RPG for you. Hmm. Well, uh, if Mario RPG comes out and I beat it, it'll be the first Mario... Sorry, the first RPG I've beaten since Mario RPG. <laughs> that's not actually true. There's no way that's true. I beat Paper Mario 64. Um, you, yeah. You, you, yeah, you never beat the Thousand Year Door. Did you ever beat, like, you must have beaten Bat and Kados and stuff. No, I didn't. And I, I didn't beat Thousand Year Door. I, re- I remember I rented it and only played the first few chunks. So I, I really don't play RPGs. I, I, I yeah, almost beat be- Chrono Trigger, too. I almost. And no Final Fantasies. No. Yeah, holy smoke. And I guess I you're, not, you're not counting Fire Emblem games. But I don't even think you beat I don't think I've beaten a, I've never beaten a Fire Emblem. So uh, I know it's that just it's, that just shows your genre your genre. I didn't, I didn't even beat Elden Ring. <laughs> so That's I true. I can't count that. Um, but uh, no, I beat The Last of Us, and there's some RPG upgrading mechanics. <laughs> yeah, you beat you beat Zelda. That's an RPG. Yeah, I beat Zelda. Okay. Anyways, after that, they showed a little glimpse of Wave Six of the um, Mario Kart 
ate the final uh, booster course pass in such a mouthful. Yeah, only one level, but they showed a lot of characters, which I thought was really... Uh, yeah. Uh, they, they confirmed the characters that I was hoping would be there. Same. I'm really happy Diddy Kong finally made it. It only took 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> like, I've, been, I've literally been waiting 10 years for that, so... Yeah. Um, it was weird, though. It felt like this deserved more attention, so I'm surprised they didn't, like, just not announce this and maybe have a big blowout of it in a month or two and show all the courses and... That's what they know, that's the way they've done for other ones, where they just had a Mario Kart 8, like, mini-direct, where they just showed, like, the courses and stuff. Yeah, totally. Or, like, a Twitter trailer, really, and they showed a yeah. taste of it at the direct. It just seems like this is a big deal, and I mean... I'm really hoping that the the course, like the, the special course this time, is a Diddy Kong Racing inspired one. And I think with him in, in uh, Funky Kong coming, that's possible. They um, they definitely will show this again before it comes out because they haven't really shown it, told us a release date. Mm-hmm. So there is like going to be another trailer coming. So probably, I imagine this would come in November or December. Yeah, or even at the Game Awards or something. Yeah. Um, okay, then they showed Among Us. Don't care. A little upgrade on that. Uh, they op- sizzle reel for some Pokemon Scarlet upgrades. Don't care. So the <laughs> the, the sorry, um, we're, we're such a funny podcast. We're like, like we just pick what we want to talk about. Where like people listening might actually like rather hear about Pokemon than the things you. Talk. I don't think so anyone's funny. listening to our podcast. Being like, oh, I hope they talk about the Among Us uh, DLC that they're not. No, yeah, that, that's true. That's true. Um, but anyways, the big, I guess, the big one more thing, unless I'm forgetting anything, um, was. Paper Mario Thousand Year Door is coming remastered to Switch next year. No, it's it's remade. Uh, remade. Sorry, you know what? Remake, remaster, they mean the same thing to me now. Like they blurred together. There is no there's no defining they lines. Are, they they are not the same thing. They are they the lines are so blurred. Um so so sorry, it's it's a remaster. I thought it was a remaster in the sense that it really just has a graphical upgrade and some, you know, UI changes, but the story will be the same and everything else, right? True. Actually, you're right. This actually might be a remaster. You're right. I'm pretty sure it's more on the line of, like, they haven't actually... It's not like Resident Evil 2 remake where they fundamentally changed the game. This game will almost look... You yeah, can probably look at it right. before it's, it's and a, after. It's a remaster. It's not like an up-res, though. It's an actual remaster, yeah. Yeah, but uh, I will say the graphics look superb. It's the thing we find, we've been asking for, for for decades, literally decades. Like, just return to this style of Paper Mario... I'm mm-hmm. definitely going to buy this. I'm excited. I, I mean, I, I have a feeling I'm going to buy it and it's still going to be kind of like an 8 out of 10 for me because it's just still, you know. It's more oh, I, I, I'm going to love it. I think it's going to be great. I just I, I, I remember playing this on the, the the GameCube when it came out. I remember not being enthralled by it and thinking it was like, you know, it's kind of easy, kind of basic. I got way farther than you on this game. Uh I I think you did you rent it right? Yeah, I rented it. My friend had it, so I played a little bit at his place too. I feel like I played it more somehow than you did because I got to like the very last chapter, okay, the second last chapter. I love this game. Like I liked it more than the the original. Yeah, um, you know you know it's funny when they first showed this like the very beginning of the trailer and they showed the first clip of it. I'm like, oh, this must be a Paper Mario '64 remake. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was thrown a bit off, and then I thought about it. I'm like, you know, it's interesting how it feels weird to me when Luigi's Mansion 2 is remade or remastered. I'm thinking, where's number one? Because this is not, if this was called Paper Mario 2 and it was getting a remaster, I'd be like, well, where's number one? But because it has a subtitle instead, it doesn't feel as weird. Do you, do you know what I mean by that? I agree. I still would like the first one just because the first one's 
they're kind of like they're so symbiotic like it's a one two that i feel like these two almost should be packaged together um the but i know exactly what you're saying you it doesn't, it doesn't jar, yeah it doesn't jar me as much but these these two is just like paper mario one and two are so similar just like it's more of the same good content where you know super when super mario super paper mario came out on the Wii, it's, it's quite a a different style of how they they went and they they continued to going in that direction yeah they, they hoping, never did the they never did the buddies again they never did the combat rpg again exactly yeah. so i'm hoping that maybe this is their way of segueing back and making another paper mario like this like a brand new one um with buddies in the same kind of style well i mean that's the same thing everything everyone's hoping for mario rpg as well yeah did you did you hear so i'm gonna jump topics about the switch too did you hear the uh the whole button color yeah thing on this i don't in, believe in a, it for one second oh i totally i totally do what that the button colors represent the colors of the switch's joy con so the the button in this in my rpg the colors prompts on the screen are not what the controllers have been or ever have been so people are speculating because these are Switch games that it confirms that the Switch 2 will have have backwards compatibility. Because it looks like those button like why would they make the A button red? No system has no Nintendo system has ever used a red A button and neither of these games on their original systems like the prompts in Paper Mario with a Thousand Year Door and GameCube, the A button is green. But they went out of their way to change this color to red for the A button prompts but in Paper Mario. Are you, but and but, and in Super Mario RPG, they were not that red either. But they changed the colors also for that. But then, so people are so people are saying because they changed the colors, that those colors might actually whether they're on the controller of the Switch Two or not, that's the color system that they're using for the Switch Two, and red. Red for or red for the A button or whatever. I don't believe that's, it. You know what? Can I tell you why? I, I it's too wild. I think it's too wild not to be right. I think it's no for way. Sure I think it's just the color that they chose in the game's user interface for those button prompts. And but they the, but but it doesn't make any sense to pick a color that no controller of Nintendo's ever used. Okay, but and the original game it, doesn't use, and like, other multiple games are using the same color prompt. N- 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 Nintendo hasn't had a colorful button uh, layout in 20 years. So what's the thinking yeah. that they do that now? Yeah, but if you look at all the other, but they you should watch the video on this because like the guy, like you got to watch the whole video. <laughs> like it'll it'll change your mind for sure. I just don't. I don't. The thing that uh, breaks it for me is that I, I don't see them releasing a Joy-Con that has a color seam on the buttons. I just don't. And I also think that it holds them back from releasing different multicolored joy cons the entire generation right like they'll clearly be joy cons that have different color schemes that won't line up so i I don't i don't think they would ever go into a user interface mentality of thinking let's color the buttons the way the button is colored on the controller but then then why did they color them maybe it stands out better on the screen maybe there's an uh there's levels of the game they could have gone with the they could have gone with the original colors that stood out just as well well, they they're redoing the entire user interface. Yeah, but to why match. redo the interface to a random color? Why not just redo it to a green? I I just think it's like it's a style of confirmation bias that like like it's like this lead thinking that I, it just doesn't make any sense. Especially it, to me, it makes, to me it makes so much sense. Like I don't even know how you can't see that. I, like to me, it's like that's it's so obviously a confirmation. I don't even know how you can like have a way to debate. That. I don't know. Like <laughs> having like all sorts of games have different colored button prompts. Right. Um, no, they they almost like ninety nine percent of the time they're matched to the controller. So you really think the new the new switch the button the face buttons will all have different colors? I don't know about different colors, but I know the the A button will be red or whatever. 
Okay. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. Maybe I'll have to watch this video, but I, I saw, I read about it. And I'm like, that's the dumbest idea ever. Um, I don't know. I could see, I could see it being, you know, the switch with gray joy cons or whatever. And the four, color, the four side bright buttons are colored. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I can see that, but we got to remember that this game is all, is being marketed as a switch game. So, I mean, I know, but I think that's, that's chance... confirmation that this game is going to be, uh, goes for both. Maybe, uh, maybe. Okay, um, we'll see. We'll see. Anyways, I I was a little surprised that they showed this. To be honest, I thought the very last thing was going to be Metroid Prime Two, um, but I was surprised they showed Paper Mario because for one, it feels like there's a real a real lot of Mario uh, in this direct. If you think about it, like there's like you know almost five Mario games coming out, <laughs> and also um, because they have Mario RPG coming out in, so so soon. As they're like you know mar- almost their marquee November game, why would they announce another Mario RPG remaster also coming next year? It seems like just kind of a weird overlap, you know. Yeah, why wouldn't you wait? Why wouldn't you show this one off in the December January? Exactly, it, it like put yeah. all the Mario RPG attention on that. And you know, originally Mario Paper Mario sixty four was called Mario uh, RPG two. Um, the only so- the only reason I could I could. Um see why they did that is in their mind they had to end on a high note with something people will like and and be excited about but they don't have a lot to show for that i think i think they're waiting they're building their switch to launch lineup right now and i think they're kind of like well we got to show something and this is kind of like the the last big game for the switch yeah um or it's you know multi-platform uh you're right so I, i think this also like leads me to think metroid prime 4 is Maybe more possibly a Switch Two only title. I don't see it being cross gen at this point. I think that if there, I think with the the jump that we are speculating and rumored to see with the Switch Two, which we're all expecting now, is significant enough that they they won't have they won't design it around the original Switch hardware. I think it'll be a first year launch window showpiece for Switch Two. Oh, I, I think so too. I think Switch Two will have a. They're like when they show the Switch Two, they'll show a, Mar- a 3D Mario, Metroid Prime Four, and then a whole bunch of sizzle reel fun games, third party games. But those will be their two big Nintendo like look at what we got games. And I think they'll show us stuff like, hey, look, uh, all the games you have for Switch, you can now play in higher resolution. Uh, yeah, I hope that's a big big part of it as well. Um, but the only thing I would say though, and I, I'm hoping this is still true. I mean, who knows? Because we haven't seen anything of it. I think Metroid Prime 4 could still be a cross-gen game, whether it even comes out after the Switch 2 is already out, just because Metroid doesn't normally sell that well regardless, and I don't think they're going to launch it on a on a brand new system for it not to sell well. If they sell it on the Switch as well, they have 130 million Switches that they can hopefully get a lot of people to buy in on. Yeah, I thought about that too, and I've seen that argument, but I actually don't necessarily agree because you could also make the the counter argument to say, well, if it comes out at the beginning of a console life cycle, it might have more attention than like you know, it might sell better than it should and get more attention because it'll be that marquee triple A title for the entire yeah. life of the console. And then you also look back to Samus Returns on the 3DS, which did come out very it came out a little after the Switch came out. So it was kind of in that overlap period that a Metroid Prime 4 would be if it came out this year, and it mm-hmm. didn't sell very well at all. So I, I mean, that's the other fear about Paper Mario. Even even if it comes out in the summer, if we've already seen the Switch Two and we know it's coming out in the fall, there'll be a lot less of a excitement around Paper Mario. So 
I don't know, and I, and I also think Metroid Prime, especially with the like the, you know the development staff they've hired and the amount of time they put into it, it would be almost too bad if they weren't leveraging like this to be a showpiece graphical title that utilizes the next generation system. Uh, you know, if they if they're able to get it running in sixty frames a second on the original Switch, they're gonna have to make compromises, right? That the yeah. Switch Two they can go a lot further. And imagine they show it off, and you're like, oh my god, this looks like the best first person shooter ever. You know what I mean? Like it, mm-hmm. could, it could look really, really good if they. I mean, it runs Unreal Five. If they've been, if, this, if they really tailor make this game, it could finally be like what Metroid Prime One was, which was that jaw dropping graphical showpiece. So that's what I'm really hoping for. But on the other hand, I, I was sort of hoping that Prime Two and Three would be also at least Prime Two remastered, just to kind of like it's almost like, hey, Switch owners, you're not going to get Prime Four, but here's Prime One, Two, and Three remastered instead um but i don't yeah. know if those I mean, are coming i mean a lot of the rumors say that prime 2 and 3 aren't going to be remastered but just up ports i really hope uh, that's not true i really really would love to see those games remastered i know especially when you look at like how well received metro prime 1 was yeah and it's just i mean I, i'm playing through it a third time uh and it's just gorgeous like the game is so beautiful and atmospheric and just well put together it's it's better than it's a, it's a game we don't deserve frankly and it's a game that they they should have hyped for like nine months yeah um but anyways Derek, what's your takeaway from this direct like how's your feeling what's your score out of 10 um i would give it like i don't know maybe a 7.5 or up to an 8.5 tops like i think there's a few things that you know i'm really excited for rpg mario rpg paper mario looks great unicorn overlord is is a surprise title there's a few other games that like eh, they look okay i don't know if i'll get them probably but you know i i support what they're going for mm-hmm. um f099 seems cool I, i'm excited to give that a try but was there anything face melting no was i expecting something face melting no I, I think this is a fine good solid direct for you know leading up to the next console for sure so yeah I, i'm happy with it but again not blown away by any means yeah, I'm I'm of the of similar opinion. I mean, for me personally, I'd probably lean on the, the more of a seven because there's nothing that really really gets me excited. There's a lot of remasters that I've always wanted and things like that, and I, and I obviously have a lot of things to play. Um, but on the other hand, coming at it from a more objective perspective, I almost want to give this like a nine out of ten because this final um, catalog, if you will, of, of software they have for their Switch is really impressive for the final year. Yeah, you compared know, to looking at like their Wii, for example. Or I mean, you compare this 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 next year of Switch to the entire five years prior of Xbox. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, there's more exclusives that'll get better scores on Metacritic. So yeah. it's just like, truly, like every single month they have something, and they're digging deep into these uh, cult, not cult classics, but you know, gamer hardcore classics like Paper Mario and Another Code. Yeah. It gives really me hope cool. that Gold, Golden Sun gets a remake. Yeah, I mean, it's like anything's on the table now. And, you know, they. so I thought it was a really well-rounded uh, direct in that way. Uh, and it seems like they're just, yeah, like you said, they're doing the right things by, you know, hitting up those audiences, maybe the younger audiences with games like the Pete, Pete Showtime. Uh, those are they're just perfect final year games for the Switch. And I, I think if they had, you know shown us a teaser trailer of metroid prime 4 and like just dropped it you know fall 2024 at the end i almost would have been a little concerned being like well 
what does that mean? You know, um, mm-hmm. where this made it almost clear. It's like, okay, I see the runway up until a maybe a September to November switch to launch next year. And I can yeah. see the games you're going to have throughout. And at this point, I'm almost like, well, I don't want a Twilight Princess Wind Waker upgrade. Like anything from this point on should be 4K remaster for Switch 2. So I guess that, that was my, my question. I think you kind of just answered it. But do you think there's going to be any other big games for the Switch that we haven't seen yet? Um, I It's hard to say. I think there will still be games, cross-gen games. Um, so I see things like a, a, a third Mario Party game, like the next Mario Party, being able to run on the original Switch, or a Tomodachi mm-hmm. Life, or a uh, kind of games in that vein. Mm-hmm. But I really think when, or or even another Kirby. Um, but I'm, I feel pretty confident. Like when they switch over to Switch Two, uh, switch over to Switch Two. When they when they embrace Switch Two, they're gonna go all in on bigger showpiece games, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Agreed. And I think when you there's it's going to be rare to see a game that comes out on both. Where I think it'll be less common on the Switch situation than it was on the Xbox and Sony situation. Hmm. Uh, like the next big Zelda will be Switch Two only. The next big 3D Mario will be Switch Two only. I, I don't know, yeah. like maybe a Mario Maker Three, but it's almost like well you've you've already released every single one of your major games on the Switch. So mm-hmm. if you do release a Mario Maker Three or you do release a new Donkey Kong. What like we want you to embrace whatever this new console can do, right? Like, you know, I mean, like Switch already has its Tropical Freeze, it has its Mario Maker Two, and has three Fire Emblem games. Like, if you're gonna do a Fire Emblem for the Switch Two, make it embrace the Switch Two, whether that's the technology or new features or online. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay, I have a question. Sure. Because we're talking about you know different launch games, and and you know we talked about 3D Mario, maybe Metroid Prime Four. We talked about maybe a Donkey Kong. What do you think about Mario Kart and Smash Bros and where they kind of fall into that launch? I think that Mario Kart and Smash Bros, hmm, that's an interesting one. I mean, we always talk about how they're going to handle that. I think that they're not going to come into the Switch 2 launch um, with Smash Bros and Mario Kart in their back pocket as as you know initial launch window games, if you will. True, but but again, if you think about it, they they saw so much success with the Switch, and those two games were launch window games on the Switch. I mean, Smash was was a, two years later, yes. Um, but I think the thing with the Switch Two is it is it's going to be predicated on the Switch One library. So if, if I'm certain it's going to be backwards compatible. So the fact that the Switch 2 on day one already plays Mario Kart 8 and already plays Smash Bros, um, maybe in higher resolutions, maybe they'll release... I think, if anything, in that first launch year of Switch, what they might do is release a uh, Game of the Year edition for both Mario uh, Kart 8 and Smash Ultimate, where you get all the (laughs) DLC, maybe they give you a 4K uh, up-res, and then for people who own the game, like you and I, we may be able to... Pay ten dollars or for free get the visual upgrade. Um, yeah, I don't. Think, I don't think they're going to do that visual upgrade pay thing. I, I really don't know. I mean, I, they have to leave it open for third parties, so I think in some cases they will. I think they'll have like pro mode, and I think it'll cost like anywhere from two dollars and ninety nine cents to fifteen or twenty dollars. Hmm. I really do. And and the thing is, that's nice about that is it means that I'm only going to buy it when I want to play those games. Like if it, if I can still play Kirby in the original you know, switch graphic settings on my switch Two, I'm okay. Yeah. You know, if I, if it makes me pay to play it at all, it's a little bit of a, I don't think they'll go that route, but I, I really think 
Um, you know, Mario Kart 9 or 10, they say, if if Tour is to be counted. Um, I don't know. I think it'll, it might be like a late Switch 2 life cycle game. Um, a little bit like Mario uh, Double, Double Dash was on the, the GameCube, like a little bit of a later life release. Hmm. And okay. if they do a new Smash Bros, I think it'll be called, you know, it'll be like Smash Bros, like Underground. And it'll be a completely, almost re-envisioning of it. And it'll be like, you know, 10 fighters and way, completely different approach. Yeah, yeah. What do, you, what, do you, what do you think in terms of those two I, games? I think one of those games could be shown again when, I, I'd be shocked if Mario Kart wasn't actually shown at the the release announcement of Switch 2. Like the more I think about it, I'm yeah. like, I really could see. Like, again, they build up. They've been building up hype the past two years by having all these these booster passes. Then they have these eight months off, and then they go, boom! Here's Mario Kart Nine, all almost or if not all the old levels come back, and you got these other sixty levels or whatever. I I don't know what it could be. Like, who knows if they're gonna put all the levels again? But I just I, I can see them continuing because they know Mario Kart sells so well. They they want it on their their system as fast as possible to continue to sell. I mean, like I, it's still I, it's still one of the best selling Switch games I, I every month. I think you're right, um, but I also think that typically in the past, when a Mario Kart game is kind of uh, they, they've given a little bit of a window of not talking about it before the new release. Like even when Mario Kart uh, Eight was initially shown, they did give that kind of year when Mario Kart Seven was uh, released in 2012. Like they they didn't show Mario Kart Eight all of uh, what was it? Twenty thirteen, or they did show in twenty thirteen. But I, I just mean, I just I guess what I'm beating around the bush and trying to say is that it feels too close to Mario Kart Eight, and I feel like if anything, maybe it'll be that like the E three twenty twenty five where they like unveil the big Mario Kart ten and with a big new gimmick and the you know it's coming this holiday or next spring kind of thing. I see their the first year of Switch to really really focusing on this 3d mario game as like a breath of the wild level reinvention and a metroid and maybe a few smaller titles like a you know maybe donkey kong yeah like a donkey kirby, kong yeah. a kirby or uh fire emblem you never know like a remaster some sort of 4k zelda remaster or a, a some sort of 4k remaster but i think we should be expecting that next generation nintendo won't be able to release games as quickly Mm-hmm. Um, because of, you know, naturally, 4K, bigger game, p- bigger expectations. Um, but I think, I don't, it's hard to say. It's hard to say what they'll they'll do in this first year. Yeah, I'm excited. It's it's always fun to, to do another Nintendo generation, I think. Yeah, I, I'm really hoping, considering the Switch 1 kind of got their big catalog out of the way, that with Switch 2, we can finally kind of hope that they don't just cycle that again like it feels too soon to be like okay now let's go back and get another cycle of all your once a generation games i almost want to spend some time where they make a brand new kart racing game maybe a diddy kong racing or make a kid icarus or make a yeah I loved, I loved some new ips you yeah know? Like we didn't really the switch didn't really have a lot of new ips if any well uh, it did as arms arms and ring fit adventure and you know arguably switch sports and some in re- labo i guess or whatever Zelda but... reinvention they reinvented a few series totally um, i just mean like you know splatoon is a huge success I, I just would love to see them just go for it and try another another game i i agree i think they will for sure um but i also hope we see you know things like a wario platformer you know um yeah. 
things like that. Um, but I also think we're going to see a lot of 4K remasters. Like, I think we'll see, you know, Xenoblade Chronicles X 4K remaster, Yoshi Bully World 4K remaster, you know, Ocarina <laughs> of Time 4K remaster. I think we'll get a lot of those as well through the Switch 2 generation. But yeah, I'm all for it. Um, um, okay, Derek, do you want to... Um, I only got about five minutes here to finish us off. Okay, what what you've been playing? Do go go real quick. Let's do a, what have we been playing? So uh, I beat Zelda. I think we talked about yeah, that. Yeah, me too. Me too. Uh, fantastic uh, finish of the game. Uh, I love it. It was nostalgic to kind of. Are you gonna go it. back and Are you gonna go back and play more? I, I probably will. I I, I feel kind of like I've done the game though. <laughs> you know. Yeah. <coughs> um, I was hope it's kind of disappointing. There's no DLC because that would have really drawn me back. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. I might not. Like, I really did do a big... I feel like I took a big, big bite out of it. And I put, put over 125 hours. I, I don't know. I might not go back until it's 4K upgraded, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, what else? Uh, I have beat the main portion of Pikmin 4. Um, so okay. I, I have, like, the special extra Olimar Tales. And I've got the extra uh, level. And it's... it's um. Yeah, uh, I love it. It's great. Um, I definitely am playing it at a slower pace. But... Um, I really like the Olimar mode. Like that's kind of what I want the game to be. So I love how they included that. Yeah, it's it's really fun. Nice surprise. Um, Still, the game feels a bit easy. Um, I never had a challenge once. After you beat the Olimar mode, there's another thing that's a bit more challenging. Okay, good to know. I feel like I'm in this, but it's it's weird to me that the the base game only had the four levels. Um, Just seems seems like they should have included a little more. Lots of dungeons though. Lots of dungeons, yeah. It just um, it seemed like five would have been the sweet spot for the main game, but and so it seems weird that the credits rolled and then you get the fifth level. It's like, huh? Why don't you just include this as part of it? Yeah. Um, the other game that I've been playing quite a bit of is F Zero Ninety Nine. I like, kind of got sucked in the other day, uh, and it just you keep. It's kind of like you keep upgrading and getting new things, and you win mm-hmm. tickets to do the events, and you do events to get upgrades. And um, but the upgrades are all just cosmetic, though. Yeah, they're all cosmetic, but like you, you know, yeah. you, you get like you know new colors and stickers, and and uh, for your badge, you can tailor that. Um, yeah, that's cool. So it's, I, but I have to say, like it's really quite uh, thrilling to play against a hundred racers at once, and it captures that thrilling white knuckle kind of sweaty palm racing of F Zero, and like the few times I've come in the top ten, it's like it, it's such a great feeling. Um, hmm. So I just I really like it. It's really cool. It's really fun, and it, it looks nice. great too. Like they've they've it's not it doesn't feel like there's an NSO release of F Zero. It, it feels like they took a really cool pixel sprite graphics and like made it proper. On and I'm telling you, Derek, on our TVs, they look it looks phenomenal. Okay, um, sweet. It looks it's really fun, and I also really appreciate that for one, it's free. Um, but it's just something I can jump into so quickly. Like I'm not required to like read a bunch of text. And, um, you know, Starfield came out recently, and I've been very much wanting to start it, but every time I think about starting it, I'm like, oh, i got to sit through some menus and create yeah, a character. Like ten, ten hours to get into it. Load yeah. screens. And I'm like, I don't, I just, there's something nice about F-Zero, just like, you boot it up, quickly boots, and you're immediately in a race with 100 people, and like, you're done. Like, it's it's so fun. Like, I, you really got to try this, Eric. It's it's really, really fun. Mm-hmm, for sure. Uh, quickly, what have you been playing? Yeah, uh, the main game I've been playing is Sea of Stars. Um mm-hmm. I don't know how far I'm in. I'm maybe like six hours in total. Really liking it. Uh, I think I already mentioned it. You know, the combat does get a little samey. I'm sure other people have said that too. But the the graphics are amazing. It really reminds me of games like Golden Sun. Um, 
or I, I don't know, Chrono Trigger. Like it has that kind of same aesthetic, same graphics, same kind of world. Story's okay. Um, I'm really enjoying it. It's a nice palate cleanser from all the other games I've been playing. So yeah, that's that's really been it. Cool. Yeah, I mean it's um, it's a it's summertime, so it's sometimes hard to get that that gaming in, you know. Yeah. Exactly. Um, what's your next game, and what are you looking forward to the most here for this holiday? Uh, I think uh, Mario Wonder and Spider Man Two. They come out on the same day. Uh, so yeah, both those. And what then... an awesome day that's gonna be, huh? I know, yeah. I, I think, you know, I'll just jump back and forth between both. And then uh, Mario RPG November. Uh, that's really it for my any interest at all for this year. Yeah, same for me. I mean, uh, uh, Spider-Man 2 looks great, by the way. I saw some of the videos. Um, yeah. Mario Wonder, I'm, I'm looking more and more forward to by the day. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and same with you, Mario RPG. But I'm also, you know, I told you I'm side-eyeing Wario. But I'm also side-eyeing um, in a good form of side-eyeing, not the bad form. Um, hmm. Alan Wake number two. I didn't play oh, the yeah, first yeah. one, but the second one looks really good. It's by Remedy. I know you like their games, but the graphics and the style and the color and like it just looks it looks jaw dropping. It looks like like Uncharted or uh, like Last of Us, like really good. Yeah. yeah. So there's two reasons that I'm I'm waiting on, on seeing that or whatever. Is one I think it's going to get killed that month and do terrible sales. Um, so I have a feeling that it'll bomba and go on sale quickly. And the other thing is it's it's digital only. And again, I, I'm a big kind of collector, so it kind of it, it, it makes me more hesitant to buy digitally. So I, I'd mm. rather just wait. Yeah. But again, it does look good, but it, it's surrounded by so many other big games. What, that, are, like, big, I think what are their big games are coming to Xbox? Oh, Xbox? I have no idea, but Xbox. <laughs> Isn't this just... the big Xbox game for the holiday? <laughs> oh, I bet you it's not even as, like, there's so many other games in October is what I kind of meant. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Is what is a new Call of Duty, new Assassin's Creed, new Spider-Man, Mario, Lord of the Lord of the Fallen, Forza Motorsport. I think um, I don't know when Call of Duty Modern Warfare Three comes out. Um, it does feel yeah, like to me though the year has already peaked. <laughs> I don't know, um, you know, considering we've already got the Zelda, uh, Baldur's Gate Three, Starfield kind of moment. It feels like we've yeah, sort I think, of peaked. I, I think, you know, Marvel Spider-Man 2 is up there. I don't think it's quite as high as those picks, but I think that's kind of like the last... I think that's kind of like on its on its way down. Yeah. Um, yeah, like those other games you, you just mentioned are going to be good. Like Motorsport's going to be good. Assassin's Creed people like. Um, I'm sure Alan Wake 2 will probably review well. And, and Call of Duty Modern Warfare, like those games always sell. But yeah, as far as like, to me, like if you're a, a gamer enthusiast, yeah, I think Spider-Man 2 and, and Mario RPG and, and Mario Wonder are kind of like... They just round out the year really nicely, and that's kind of, kind of it. Yeah, honestly, Mario Wonder and Mario RPG are the perfect games for this year. Like, I'm so glad they're just like you know, brain off a little bit, throwback kind of games, you know. Yeah, and I and I like as far as December, I personally have no interest in Avatar, and I think that's really the only game. Oh yeah, Avatar. I, I might I might get that the weekend after for five dollars. Did Did you <laughs> Did you see it got shown at the uh, Sony uh, State of Play? I didn't did see it. Okay, I'll watch it though. I'll watch yeah. it right now. Um, yeah. Cool. Okay, Derek. Well, this has been a fun chat. Thanks for coming. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for having me. <laughs> to the studio in New York yeah. downtown LA. Uh, all, right. all right. Well, this is uh, Peter from Nintendo Bros signing out. This is Derek. See you later.